is up podcast land what is up we are officially back up in this thing and you know what at this point i just want to give a special shout out to all of my queer family where my queer people at because we are in pride month it's officially pride month we're in the month of june and we are celebrating all mother second month long But I just want to officially welcome you all back to Beats by Drag, a podcast from Rodilla where we talk about drag, the hottest indie music, and pretty much anything else that's on my mind every other week. I'm Jaren, drag super fan and avid indie music listener, and I am delighted to be back with you all this week to talk about all of the coolest moments that happened in the Drag Race Queendom over the past two weeks, and also to jam out with you all. It's only the hottest and dopest indie music. All right, y'all. So like I was saying earlier, we are officially in Pride Month, the entire month of June. And for those watching, I'm sure that you all probably already know that Pride Month is a time where we celebrate our queer people, our queer family. And for those that are watching me on the new YouTube channel, you can actually see the Pride gear that I have on right now. It's very much giving queer, it's very much giving Target collection. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and actually my friend mrs burton she actually let me borrow a fan for the podcast today because she knew i was recording video and this ain't doing nothing for the people listening but for those who are watching the youtube channel you can see this queer fan that i have on right now she gave me a little lesson on how to how to pop the fan let me see let me see if i can figure this out real quick hold up okay okay <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop, let me stop. So we are in Pride Month, the entire month of June. And for those listening, like I was saying earlier, I know that y'all already know what Pride Month is probably. But for those who may not know, Pride Month in June is a time where we celebrate our queer family. We celebrate our lesbian, our gay, our bisexual, our trans, our queer, our intersex, our asexual, and our pansexual folks the entire month long. And just to take it all the way back, though... And I'm going to give you all a little, here, little history lesson, so I need you all to buckle up. But the first Pride Parade was actually held in New York City in 1970 to pay homage to the one-year anniversary of the Stonewall Uprisings, which were the catalyst for the modern queer rights movement. And at the inception of the queer rights movement were beautiful and brave trans women like Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera, who blazed the trail that eventually led to the freedoms that we queer people enjoy today. And, you know, I just want to take some time to celebrate and honor the memory of Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera because, because of their bravery and their vibrant spirits. We are celebrating all of the freedoms right now. I mean, we still have got we still, we still we still got a lot of work to do, but we're celebrating so many more freedoms than were present at the time. And I also found out when I was doing a little bit of research that Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera were actually drag performers in the 1970s. So I would just wish that I could just time travel all the way back to the 1970s and be in one of those drag shows in New York City. But I am so excited to be in this special month, this special Pride Month. And, you know, I'm particularly excited to celebrate it with my community, my queer community. And, you know, it actually took 
I actually took some time to consider how I wanted to celebrate the month this year, and I decided that I actually wanted to use this space, this pa- this podcast platform space, to shine a light on some queer-owned businesses that I know and that I love, and... One of my new favorite taco trucks is located out in Charlotte, and I actually stopped there about a couple weeks ago when I was on the way back from South Carolina, and this taco truck is called Tacos Rico, and it's owned by chef and entrepreneur Ricky Ortiz, and Tacos Rico specializes in Latin street food and has a delightful assortment of tacos, bowls, wings, quesadillas, and you know, I am a quesadilla kind of girl, and I got a tasty chicken quesadilla, and I washed it right on down with a mandarin jarritos, you know, it was very much giving, it was very much having, I was very much having a moment, (laughs) let me tell y'all, the quesadilla, that quesadilla, y'all, it was busting. That's, that's the only way I can describe it. It was busted. It was busted. It had this like special sauce on top of it. The presentation was absolutely lovely. And there was actually this little tacos Rico flag that was planted in the center of the quesadilla. And it was very much giving an Insta ready moment. But you can check out pics of the truck and the bites over on the new Beats by Drag Insta account, which is at Beats by Drag. But also want to give a shout out to White Rabbit, which is a queer owned gift shop that I dropped by while I was in Charlotte. And y'all, this queer shop has all of the pride gear that we need for this month, y'all. I'm talking umbrellas, I'm talking flags, footwear, tanks, skirts, headbands, swim trunks, everything. (laughs) I actually even saw like some saucy, you know, some saucy pride wings that they had there. And I'm sure they also probably have a, a couple fans too. But I actually got a new rainbow pride pin for my backpack, which I have been sporting in North Carolina this entire month. Very cute, very cute. So I need y'all to go ahead and stop by that gift shop if y'all are located locally in North Carolina. Go ahead and get your pride gear for the parades, for the parties coming up this season. And this gift shop also has lots and lots of underwear options. Also, a few a few toys. <laughs> A few toys that I ain't talking about the toys are rust kind. I'm talking about the toys for the bedroom. They got a, cu- a couple things there to keep that sex life on and popping on and jamming. Mm. <laughs> and I actually did pick up a couple things. I picked up a couple things. Y'all can catch that on the uh, on the uh, behind the paywall on the OnlyFans, the new OnlyFans account that I got. <laughs> That's entire. That is actually a joke. I ain't got an OnlyFans yet, <laughs> but not yet though. Not yet. Oh, I'm flowing right. <laughs> Anyways, back to Tacos Rico and White Rabbit. If you're ever in the Charlotte area, make sure y'all stop by both of those places, both of these queer-owned businesses. Tell them that I sent you, and let's go ahead and support our queer community. But for today's episode, since we're celebrating Pride Month, I figured I would actually spend some tunes from some of my favorite queer artists. And actually, this first tune might be one that I might actually spin in the background when I'm trying out these new toys that I got from White Rabbit. 
<laughs> this one is titled Freak, and it is a recent single from, from Miami-based songtress Jada Michael. So through her music, Jada actually strives to represent queer, plus-sized, and Black women. And I love that she's boldly representing her set with this sultry and seductive tune. We're about to get into Freak, but of course, you can always listen to this song on the Odella 2022 playlist. Just search Odella on Spotify, and that's spelled O-D-I-L-L-A. Let's vibe with Jada Michael, and when we come back, we'll get into this week's Drag Race Rundown. Drag race, Melabes, Rack Win Win. Ooh, I was, oh, I was feeling that today. <laughs> I felt like, I felt, I felt like the vibe, the spirit, the energy was right. It was, it was, it was giving today. It was, I felt that. I felt that. You know, I kind of have like this kind of like raspy tone in my voice right now because I just came from New York. And, you know, I was doing a lot of yelling and I kind of got this like kind of like brandy tone on my voice right now. <laughs> I don't y'all like that's the last thing I heard was brandy. That's the very last thing I heard, Jared. But <laughs> we're, we're back and we're about to get into this week's Drag Race Rundown, where every two weeks I count on my five favorite moments from the past two weeks in the Drag Race Queen now. As a heads up, as a heads up, this segment has all of the mother tucking spoilers, so it's a good idea to go ahead and watch the most recent episodes of Drag Race and come right on back. Let's go. Alright, y'all. So in the number five spot this week, we are keeping the Pride vibes going, and we're talking about the launch of Can's new Pride campaign featuring many of our favorite dolls from Drag Race. So for those who don't know, Can is a queer-owned cannabis-infused social tonic with delightful flavors like blood orange cardamom, lemon lavender, grapefruit rosemary, ginger lemongrass, and cranberry sage. That's cranberry sage. (laughs) So I hope y'all are feeling these flavors because according to the website, this beverage, this beverage will give you a bubbly, sociable, and pleasant haze Sounds like my kind of drink. 
And you can hop on over to drinkcan.com to check out the details. That's drinkcan, and can is spelled C-A-N-E, drinkcan.com. Check out the details there. But for this Pride campaign, Can released a delicious bop and accompanying music video and both give summer-tastic vibes. I'm absolutely living for this moment. The single, Tastes So Good, features vocals from M&E-K, Vincent, Kesha, and Hayley Kiyoko. And I literally had this song on repeat all week. <laughs> Y'all, this song is just that good. When I tell you Leland wrote and produced this song right on down, y'all might remember Leland from several many maxi challenges on Drag Race, but Leland took care of the writing and the producing on this record, and he absolutely killed it. But fortunately, my ass does not have rights to play the song, but you can definitely groove to it on the Odilla 2022 playlist. Just search Odilla, O-D-I-L-L-A on Spotify. But like I was saying earlier, the music video features some of our favorites from Drag Race. I'm talking Cornbread the Snack Today, Carrie Colby, Georges, and Willow Pill, and... I just love that the dolls are getting pride checks right off the bat of season 13, season, season 14. <laughs> Shout out to the dolls, cut the check. But Cornbread is actually one of the first faces that we see in the music video. And the video is actually set in a dream. It's kind of like a dream sequence. So it's very much giving a dreamy vibe to it. Very very out of this world and i'm living for that moment and you can check out the music video by clicking the link in the bio on the beast by drag insta page but if you want to indulge this summer and some of can's delectable cannabis infused beverages you can hop on over to their website which is again drinkcan.com and for y'all lovely listeners of the pod y'all lovely listeners of the pod y'all know i got something for (laughs) y'all You can use my special promo code, turn up for the one time, to get a free case from Drink Can. Turn up for the one time. <laughs> so that's also another joke. <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> but Can very much is not sponsoring the pod yet, but y'all can if you want to. Shout out to Can for making the beverage and song of the summer. Let's go ahead and get into these cannabis-infused drinks, y'all. <laughs> In the number four spot, we are talking about Vanessa Vanjie Mateo's new TV show, Vanjie 24 Hours of Love. <laughs> so we all remember Miss Vanjie from season 10 and season 11 of Drag Race, but Vanjie has a new Raw Presents Plus TV show, which premiered last week. So Vanjie 24 Hours of Love follows Miss Vanjie over the course of 24 hours as she speed dates 18 potential shooters for her chance to find her true love. And you know what? I am fully locked in to this series. You know, I'm I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for love. And we all know that Miss Vanjie is a true romantic at heart. So I'm very excited to see this series. And actually for y'all lovely visitors of the pod. I actually have the trailer for you all that will give you a taste of what we can expect from this series. Let's go ahead and get into that trailer. Once upon a right now, there's a queen looking for love. Hello! She's trapped in a mansion with 18 delicious men. But there's no time for this beauty to sleep because she's got just 25 hours to find her one true love. Hello, Miss Dang! Oh. 
But before they get a shot at her heart, they gotta face an evil queen. Derek, these are the boys. Some wicked drag sisters. I was going for broke back mountain. You failed. <laughs> and a mama that came to slay. You look like a two-timer. You just have to go. Who will rise? Oh! And who will fall? You yeah. came for several people in need. You did. Them. Yeah, you did. Oh no, Miss Day. But bitch, we all know I'm the first of the ball. Oh. What's up, baby? Watch me find my happily ever after on Banji, 24 hours of love. Oh, not much about it right now, Banji. <laughs> I'm excited to see the dolls. Derek Barry got Mick and Violet Shakshi dropped by the mansion to help Miss Vanjie find her true love. And Out Magazine actually published an article online with short bios for each of the 18 men, which are dropping by the mansion. And, you know, I went ahead and perused those bios for research purposes for y'all. Low key for myself. And <laughs> right now, my personal fave is Ernesto Flores, who is 36 and lives in Los Angeles. And his bio says, and I quote, deeply family oriented and a proud Latino. Ernesto wants to diversify the tech world and works as a recruiter for a university. He's a self-proclaimed hot Cheetos enthusiast looking for a serious relationship. And he recently relocated to Los Angeles from San Francisco. You know, low-key, is this my man, Angie? I'm going to let you have him. I'm going to let you have him, Vanjie. I'm going to let you have him. But honestly, this sounds like a spicy matchup for Miss Vanjie. You know, I'm picturing a Netflix and chill kind of night, you know, maybe with a side of hot Cheetos, maybe a little bit of ranch. I don't know. <laughs> but y'all can, can catch Vanjie's 24 Hours of Love right now on Wild Presents Plus. Who's watching with me? So we're moving and grooving right on into the number three spot this week. And in this spot, we are talking about the announcement of a new tour with two of my favorite dolls from Drag Race. I'm talking about the sibling rivalry tour with Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange. So if you don't know by now, I am here to remind you that I am Team Monet. Monet Exchange is my girl.com. She my fave, and I absolutely love her podcast with Bob the Drag Queen called Sibling Rivalry. But I've actually been wanting to see both of them on tour for a while now, ever since their original tour plans were canceled because of the pandemic. But according to the tour description on the new website, we can expect, and I quote, a new dimension in a multimedia extravaganza that takes us through the television tubes on a quest to settle the ultimate dispute. I'm fully locked in. I'm already ready for this show. <laughs> but the description goes on to say, sit back, relax, and don't touch that remote because this is a battle royale of lip syncs, costume changes, and low blows you do not want to miss. Are you Team Bob or Team Monet? Y'all, y'all already know I'm Team Monet, but I'm ready to see this battle royale. I know I'm going to be laughing my ass off the entire night. I know we're going to be kiki and cutting up with Bob and Monet, but Super Rivalry Live will be hitting major cities across the United States in September and October of this year, and they're actually dropping by North Carolina, so y'all already know I'm going to be in the house and the his house for that show, but... 
Y'all can get your tickets right now to see these New York legends live and in color at bobandmonet.com. That's bobandmonet.com. But I just want to know, who's going to be in that front row with me? Who is paying that extra VIP ticket price to get in that front row with me? Who's going to pay it for me? Nah, I'm gonna pay my own ticket. I'm gonna sort. I'm gonna support Bob and Monet. But since we're talking New York legends, let's go ahead and vibe to a tune from Brooklyn-based singer, songwriter, and record producer Harry Taylor. Harry Taylor is no stranger to the pod. I played his tune "Train Crush" on a previous episode. And what I absolutely love about Harry Taylor's music is the nostalgic through line that it kind of just runs throughout all of his music. And his songs are usually 80s-tastic in the best way possible. And his new single, Cross the Skyline, is absolutely no exception. Let's go ahead and drift away for a few moments with Harry Taylor. And when we come back, we'll get into my top two spots for this week's Drag Race Rundown. This is Harry Taylor, and you're listening to Beats by Drag. You're back here with me, Jaren, and that tune was Cross the Skyline by Harry Taylor. You can listen to that tune on the Odilla 2022 playlist. Just search Odilla, O-D-I-L-L-A, on Spotify. So we're running on my top five moments from the past two weeks in the Drag Race Queendom, and in the number two spot this week, we're talking about a special group of Drag Race UK queens that got to pummel the runway for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. So for those who don't know what the Platinum Jubilee is, which was absolutely me as of like a few days ago, but... The Platinum Jubilee is a celebration to mark Her Majesty, the, Her Majesty the Queen's 70 years of service. And as part of the central weekend of events, which took place this month, Vanity de Milan, Elle Day, Blue Hydrangea, and Bag of Chips were all featured in the Platinum Jubilee pageant, which was at Buckingham Palace in London Town. And this pageant was an international parade and carnival. And in an interview that Vanity de Milan actually gave to UK publication The Mirror, Vanity said, and I quote, The float that I'm on represents the 90s and fashion, and I think that goes hand in hand. 
I'm a 90s baby. That's the era that I was brought up in. So it's exciting to represent the 90s and do what I do best, which is be a drag queen and sell it on my float. I know that's right. (laughs) One of the highlights was a fashion show that featured recreations of iconic 90s fashion. All set to a live performance from Duran Duran and Vanny Milan's look was very much inspired by the icon Naomi Campbell and Vanity absolutely pummeled that runway y'all and a custom look from Lisa Zhang, a costume designer graduate from London College of Fashion. And over the course of the Platinum Jubilee weekend, the dolls actually got to meet some icons, some British icons like Kate Moss, Joan Collins, and even Naomi Campbell herself. Naomi looked absolutely gorgeous in this Burberry deconstructed trench coach dress moment designed by Ricardo Tishi. Shout out to Ricardo, shout out to Bur- Burberry, but all the snaps to the Drag Race UK dolls for making some iconic moments at Platinum Jubilee. And we stand over here at Beast by Drag. We're sending y'all all of the snaps. Y'all better do it. <laughs> In the number one spot this week, we're talking Simone's first feature film role. We're talking her appearance in Billy Eichner's new film, Bros. Bros is actually the first gay rom-com from a major theatrical studio. And fun fact about me, I actually love gay manses, which is a term that one of my friends in college actually came up with. But gay manses are gay romance films, and I absolutely love those. But Bros will follow... Not me say a bros like that. <laughs> bros. <laughs> Yikes. Bros will follow Billy Eichner's character Bobby Lieber as he writes a gay rom-com that appeals to straight people all while falling in love with a hunky love interest played by Luke McFarlane and... Another fun fact about me is that I actually had a college crush on Luke McFarlane. I I absolutely loved him on the ABC TV show Brothers and Sisters with his fine ass. But anyways, <laughs> back to bros. The cast is entirely queer and is filled with many of our faves, including Bowen Yang, T.S. Madison, Miss Lawrence, Guillermo Diaz, and of course our girl Simone. But Billy Eichner actually exclusively revealed to Entertainment Weekly that he actively pursued Simone for an out-of-drag role in the film after seeing her on season 13. And honestly, y'all, I gotta give a shout-out to the maxi challenges on Drag Race because who says that those challenges don't be preparing them for the real world? I mean, she low-key got this role from that, from that little maxi challenge. We all remember Black Victory. <laughs> from season 13 <laughs> honestly the moment that made her iconic but billy said in an interview with ew and i quote there are just great performers in drag and out of drag they're great personalities simone in particular is so special and has so much star power so we asked simone to audition Simone has a small but mighty role in the film where she's a love interest for a couple among Billy Eichner's character's fan group. They're have very much having like a threesome-esque kind of moment in the film. And honestly, who doesn't love a threesome? <laughs> actually, hold up. Threesomes actually are a little tricky, y'all. Just to be completely honest with y'all, like, I've had mixed results. 
we could have that. Well, let's have that conversation on another day. We're, we're going to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Anyways, bros, the game ass of the year hits theaters this fall on September 30th. So y'all, let's go ahead and stop by the concession stand. Let's go ahead and get those nachos, that popcorn, those Sour Patch Kids. And let's go ahead and get all the way into this queer-tastic film. But let's get back to the music, and this next tune I'm going to spend for you all is from Noso, an artist that is a new fave of mine. Noso hails from California, and through their music, they try to provide an answer to the question, what does it mean to feel pride, to feel love? The song that I'm going to play of Noso's is Suburbia, and it was actually my introduction to Noso, and I remember being instantly struck by the tenderness of Noso's vocals and the vulnerability of their lyrics. It's honestly a winning combination. And honestly, this song is a first class ticket through Noso's childhood memories, an absolute treat. Let's go ahead and be swept away by Noso. And when we come back, we'll get into the artist spotlight for the week. You're back here with me, Jaren, and that was Suburbia by Noso. Check out that tune and all the other music played on the podcast this week on the Odella 2022 playlist, and that's spelled O-D-I-L-L-A on Spotify. So we're about to get into this week's artist spotlight, and the spotlight this week is shining on indie chill singer Lonely Twin, who hails all the way from Sweden. So y'all, what I love about Lonely Twin's music, besides the dreamy production, are her ethereal vocals. They're so wispy and so delicate. And what I love is that these vocals are always packed with so much intense emotion at the same time. And her new single, Thinking of a Place, actually just dropped today. And the best way that I think 
that I can describe it is by saying that it's basically that new holding back tears while smiling emoji, which is basically my new favorite emoji right now. But I feel like this song is basically that emoji in song form. And from the nostalgia production to the general like lyrics to the soaring chorus, honestly, y'all, this song feels like the backing track from your favorite teen drama from the late 90s early 2000s and it absolutely has all of the lovesick feels that we know and that we love but let's go ahead and vibe for a few moments with lonely twin I will definitely have that song on repeat. That was Thinking of a Place by Lonely Twin. So I was recently reading an interview that Lonely Twin gave to music blog Listen to Discover, and she was actually asked how being Swedish impacts her sound. And Lonely Twin said that she's pretty melody-focused when she writes music, and that's actually a very Swedish thing to do. And it's curious that she said that because I feel like the melodies of Lonely Twin's songs are actually what draw me to her music and are exactly why her tunes resonate with me so much. But Lonely Twin just has this way of writing an infectious hook that just sticks with you, that makes you just want to sing it over and over. And this next tune that I'm actually going to spin of Lonely Twins was actually my introduction to her, and it's titled You. Let's go ahead and listen to You by Lonely Twin, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back, y'all. That smooth tune was You by Lonely Twin. Y'all, I just love how chill Lonely Twin's music is, and I'm just glad that we got a chance to vibe out, chill out today. But yo, I need to know, were y'all digging the songs and the vibes today? Shoot me a DM over on the new Instagram account, at Beats by Drag, and let me know. Also, while you're at it, feel free to send me any indie music recommendations that you all have. I want to know what y'all are vibing to, jamming to, grooving to out there. So y'all, on this week on Drag Race, the queens will need to live their Y2K girl group fantasy on a flashback episode of MTV's TV show TRL. And honestly, I'm just excited to see the girls reminisce and also just flashback to that time that special time in our childhood growing up actually me and my sister would actually have to sneak over to my friend's place to watch music videos because a when you had cable at home but b (laughs) but b my mom did not allow us to listen to secular music that's a whole nother story but one of my favorite high school memories actually of music videos was tony braxton's he wasn't man enough for me music video do y'all remember that song do y'all remember that banger i feel like it went a little something like don't I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. This is a dark child. The dark child cracked me up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was something like, Darn child, yeah. Ling ram. I'm doing your thing, I am. I want y'all to know. The people on YouTube are getting a special treat because I gave y'all a full-ass performance right there. I was very much in the vibe, in the moments. <laughs> but. I just want to thank you all for joining me on another episode of Beast by Drag. My name's Jaren, and if you're feeling sickening, go ahead and leave me a review on your favorite podcast app, and be sure to follow the pod. Also, while you're at it, tell a friend, a loved one, a childhood bestie, a play cousin. You know, I need you to just go ahead and start a group chat with all of your classmates from high school, the ones that you love, the ones that you can't stand. But go ahead and tell all them suckers to stream the podcast. Many thanks to Jada Michael, Harry Taylor, Noso, and Lonely Twin, who all graciously provided who all graciously provided their music for the podcast episode today. Beast by Drag is an Odella podcast, and you can follow Beast by Drag on Instagram and TikTok for all of the hottest indie music and latest drag race tea at Beats by Drag. Shout out to all the new social media accounts, but you can also follow Odella on Spotify to listen to all the rocking playlists that I put together over there. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, y'all already know what to do. Keep the beat fresh. Beats by Drag is an Odella podcast. The theme song You is by Adrian Cabrera. Child, <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, this voice is raspy. I feel like it's given. What am I giving today? It's, it's very much giving like sex phone operator <laughs> side hustle. Very that.